Chavice, episode four, featuring Sammy Rodriguez and music by Empty Guest. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Javice. Jay and Jason give advice. My name is Jay Flewelling. And I'm Jason Williams. I'm a Portland comedian. And I'm a filmmaker. And today we will be giving advice. We sure will. Um, do, you, do you want me to tell the audience how we decided to make a podcast? It is important. Uh, it is. Um, I, this one kind of feels like we're... I'm not trying to brag about this one. I mean, a long time ago, I think I was around nine. It was like 89 or so. I, I, I was like, oh, that'd be cool if there was like a something that didn't use radio waves, but it's like just more like something like, you know, if there was something called this is before the internet, but if there was something where it's like an hour long show, you can just download or listen to whenever you want. And I was like, oh, I should call it like a pod or something. I don't know. And then I met you a few years later and I remember you were like, oh, I came up with this. It was like the same exact idea. Mm-hmm. You're like, mm-hmm. you wanted to call it cast or something. Yeah. Well, I was inspired by fishing. Oh, because in Alaska, you told me about. I was in Alaska. I saw a lot of fishing, but really actually more importantly, my one fishing experience with my family as a child, I was bored to tears, just yeah. about to turn in. And then it is me. It's my fishing pole that gets a fish on it. And it's so exciting and it made the whole thing worth it. And I'm reeling it in and it gets in the boat and the fishing line breaks and it gets away. And you know, and then you, you told me you like, you were so upset about it. You, you had a tape recorder and you recorded all your feelings for about an hour. I did. I had it, a video di- or like an audio diary. Yeah. And my family just happened to be rich enough to have a personal recording device. So if you're wondering what we're saying, we invented podcasts and this is the very first one. And I, again, we're not bragging. No. It's just fact. Yeah. And I, I mean, I wish I didn't create. There's so much like celebrity status behind it now. I wish I had patented. Yeah. I mean, then we could be living in a tiny house or something like that. <sighs> we could be living the real life. We could live in like a, a couple tiny houses. Probably. Well, so, you know, we invented podcasts and that's what we're here today. We're here with Javice and we have yeah. advice to give and we have a very special guest, Mr. Sammy Rodriguez. Hello, gentlemen. Thank Hello. you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for seeking our help. Of course. I really need help. I need lots of help. Well, before we get to your help, Sammy, you are a soccer god, <laughs> a Portland soccer god. Uh, How is that? Explain that. Golden that soccer Um, I kind of just fell onto it. I don't know. I've been playing soccer all of my life, and Portland has a really awesome LGBT soccer club, and I just wanted to contribute to it, so kind of took it over. And what, what's it called? It's called the Net Rippers Football Club. What is NRFC. Net Rippers? So the Net Rippers is Portland's only LGBT soccer club, um, but we also have allies. We have a quote of 69% gay, and then the rest can be whatever so anyone's welcome so it's anyone's welcome but you it's teams in all sort of disciplines of soccer futsal indoor outdoor men's women's co-ed uh um, what's futsal futsal is a brazilian game it's pretty much soccer but it's smaller scale 
um, indoors. It's not that famous here or popular, but not it's yet. starting to, yeah. Okay, there you go. And it works on specifically ball handling skills. Correct. Ah, okay. It's a much smaller field and it's caged like MMA. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one I work at or ref at has nets because it's a lot safer. Cages are a little dangerous. <laughs> How so? <laughs> well, I don't know. If you get slammed against one, you could probably chip a tooth or it's something. It's like hockey and soccer mixed. And so you're mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. actually that's yeah okay. <laughs> but you're involved in NetRippers. What is your position? I am the president of NetRippers. You're the president. I am. Okay. No, so it doesn't really mean much because we haven't really had elections the last two years. So pretty much like a dictator now, <laughs> I would say. But you're not the founder. I'm not the founder now. It was founded in 2006 by a gentleman named Kyle O'Connell. Connell. He changed his name because he got married to a man and they wanted to like have a common name i don't know but yeah he founded it and then there were a couple presidents after him and then i took over and i've been doing it for four years now unopposed do you see any potential running mates good question (laughs) well the last time we had a election i forced my housemate to run against me um, just because I knew he would lose. <laughs> um, but maybe after more stuff gets done and more people hear about it and they're like, ah, Sammy's not doing a good job. Maybe I can do a better job. That's what I want is someone to like step up and be, um, I don't want to force anyone to do it. I want someone to do it because they really have a passion for it. Like I did. I mean, well, you do have a passion for it. I mean, you have a goal of making Net Rippers the best LGBTQ organization, correct? Uh, yeah. I want it to be the most fun, I would uh, say. Okay. I well, want what does that everyone mean? to have a lot of fun. Well, I just, I don't want it to get too serious. I mean, it is adult recreational soccer. We're not like trying out for the U.S. national team anytime soon. Maybe some of us, I don't know. Jay, you might. Jay also plays for this organization, <laughs> by the way. I don't know if you guys know that. Jay does, and Jay is not the best. Ugh. <sighs> Do you Please. have fun though? I have so much fun. That's I, all that matters. There you go. I, and that's what I I'm told to Sammy because well, I pay soccer dudes all the time, and I was like, "I'm a lifer." I just said it the other day, and I was like, "Yeah, I am a lifer. I'll play soccer for life." Good, and that's see, I've succeeded. I want people there, to have fun. Yeah, I mean, and enjoy yeah, themselves. I mean, you have my vote. Um, I've I've just encountered a lot of teams where they get too serious, they start yelling at you, and you're like, "Oh, what did I do?" It's like you're like a middle schooler again well, or yeah, something. I mean I was on those teams and I knew I mean, I do, my hat is definitely off to you as the captain and the organizer the president of the net Rippers. thank you you have found me the right team to be on because Perfect. one I started in co-ed and I just accidentally kept hurting women <laughs> all the time every game was just like you know a woman <laughs> down and out like finally getting up getting clapped off the field and just the whole time being like i wish that giant hadn't like punched her accidentally or stepped on her or like just run her over like a rhinoceros but uh so, so then i moved to a men's team it was too competitive there's too many dads mm. on and off the field and then i got onto a team where it's like we're just here to have fun yeah right so and netrippers is the overall organization and there's teams in in that or is netrippers the name of the former so okay. it's it's a it's a club. Okay, okay. Um, and it sounds ha- like it could be a name of a soccer team. Right, and it is. So we have a men's outdoor team, and our name is just the Net Rippers FC, and that's because that's our first 
team. Oh, okay. I wasn't but sure. Since it was like then, the we've team. created so many other teams. There's dozens. Yeah. And most of them, we try to keep uh, like this constant, um, what do you call it? Uh, so all of our teams, most of our teams are named after biblical or <laughs> goddesses or like something in that yeah. department. Old, old world. There you go. It's a theme. It's a running theme. There are some teams that don't follow and I'm really trying to <laughs> push them to change their name. But we have a Netripper's Medusa, Pegasus. Jay plays for Medusa now. He used to play for Pegasus. I could go back to Pegasus. Yeah. We have a Samson. We used to have a Delilah, but she she failed. She uh, cut her hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the controversial one right now is we have a Netripper's Isis. And they could change their Is- name to Icarus, right? Well, but Isis is was is a goddess. Does she still exist? I yes, don't know. People she, still believe in Isis. Real. I can see it'd be hard to the name alone would be hard to Right. But I love like so I love Egyptian anything. Mm-hmm. My drag persona is an Egyptian goddess. And so Isis is like near and dear to my heart. And when people are like, Oh, you better change your name, like you should change your name. In fact, one of our, our players, Jocelyn said that we should change it because it's hard for her to pay me on PayPal because she has to put <laughs> team fees for ISIS. And apparently she went under review and I don't know, <laughs> I, causing I, some trouble. That's, that's so fucked up <laughs> that, like, that terrorist groups just steal uh, names. Well, and yeah. Toyota's in trouble because they're like, ICE, they're, the US government is like, hey, Toyota, how come ISIS has so many of your Toyota trucks and one of their cars is called Isis. Well, maybe they're reliable. I don't know. I just <laughs> I just in a in a pinch with an AK forty seven. You just need a Tundra. You Jeez. just need a Tundra. <laughs> Something safe. Yeah, but I well, refuse. Okay, so speaking of drag, you organize drag tournaments in the Netrippers organization. I do. Yes, we've had three drag tournaments now, and they're super fun <laughs> there are uh, they're buckets been, of fun they've been growing by numbers and who doesn't like playing soccer in a hot sweaty wig and a full-length <laughs> gown i mean it's no one no one actually it, by the end of it people are like uh they have heels right do they have heels no oh, no okay. heels no heels there's heels off the, off the field right for and sure last year i couldn't play because of my knee i had acl surgery so i wrapped in heels the entire time. Well I done. I did not take them off. Well done. Well, and also, if you score a point and you're in drag, that's double. Right. Counted. Exactly. Interesting. Oh, what about the goalies? Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they don't usually score, so. But we do encourage everyone to be in drag. And now you recently had surgery, knee surgery, a S-L? No, A-C-L. 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 Very different sign language. Uh, well, I said it I correctly with A-S-L. Correct. Listeners didn't visually pick up yeah. on that. He said uh, a very long word, and I was impressed. Yeah. A whole saying, a yeah. whole phrase. Do you know what A-C-L stands for? Enlighten the savage. I actually don't either. I had mine <laughs> torn, <laughs> and I should know what it's. It's something oh. ligament. Something, something ligament. And he, he t- I'm assuming he tore it in soccer or is it, oh okay. I did yeah or I wasn't sure if it was also or the drag repping <laughs> <laughs> like, in heels tore my ACL. Oh, okay well Sammy uh, what is your drag name 
Kitty Von Glitterbox. Kitty Von Glitterbox did my show and actually I think I was there. Broke, I think a I heel, broke a heel off stage and it was like right when right about to re- reprieve from the audience view just fell violently <laughs> off stage yeah. and just could have broken a neck but just broke the heel and the next entrance uh, was able to show the audience the battle wound of her heel yeah <laughs> i should have known better um someone gave me those <laughs> hooker heels they were literally like those like glass or plastic heels that are yeah. super huge and someone found them like in a gutter somewhere and uh-huh. they, they picked them up they're like here as they here belong. You go and i was like yeah <laughs> and then they broke and almost killed myself but it was funny and mm-hmm. fun um i think he, he mentioned something about um a world cup <laughs> oh yeah we forgot to mention that so the netrippers are hosting the 2016 international game lesbian football association world championship which i like to call the world cup of soccer or so the world cup of gay sports um and it's pretty big it's a whole week long 600 participants we're hoping wow. Um, this is the 22nd one and we won the bid over New York city. That is impressive. So when is that? May I ask, okay, when, and may I ask like, what would the, what was the bidding process like? So it's, I'll answer your question first, Jason, cause it's easier. 2016, August 6th through the 13th. You might want to check those dates, but it's, cool. it's around that time. It's early August. And, the bidding process was actually not that difficult. New York was the only city bidding and they wanted a competitor and they were like, oh, well, let's just give them Portland because they'll lose. But we did it. Fuck you guys. <laughs> what do you mean yeah. lose? Did you have to present or you just put your name in a hat? Yeah, we just, we had to, no, no. It was a whole like list of things that we had to do. We had to come up with different documents and um, proof that we'd be able to, you know, provide fields and, um, we had to do a whole plan of what we're going to do and, and a budget and a budget, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, It was a, it was a big process, but I think they thought New York was going to win it anyway. So let's give them a competitor. That's yeah, obviously going to lose, but turns out Portland is pretty awesome and Uh. cheap, which is why we won. New York was like, ah, you're going to spend $300 a night for a hotel. We're yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. congratulations. Thank you. And so you're kind of right in the thick of this. Yes, I am leading the. You're host leading. The, you're leading the charge. I'm leading the charge. You're Genghis Kongasing this. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Vladimir Putin. Okay, so everything's coming up, Sammy, but you're here for. Yeah, an, an I need some help. Yeah. In fact, even sitting here right now is kind of a problem that you have some pictures of whales specifically killer whales in the room and i have the biggest fear of whales but killer whales specifically oh and whales I, in general all whales well more like so killer whales number one but yeah pretty much all whales not sharks though whales i love sharks yeah sharks are my favorite and i guess i i need some help on how to cope with that or what to do how to get over my fear my, my, my first question is is it a fear or phobia i feel like the <sighs> difference is a fear or 
a phobia can send you spiraling into like passing out or freaking out and a fear is like I just don't want to do it because I am not not comfortable it makes me super uncomfortable uh, I would say phobia a phobia wow. a phobia and a love for whales oh you have it's, a love for whales yeah, at the same time the plot thickens <laughs> okay so there is a love yeah of whales from a distance if I could be any animal in the world I'd be a killer whale Okay. I couldn't look in the mirror, but I'd be a killer whale. Okay. Oh my gosh. I have so many questions. But phobia, yes. I was once in San Diego with a friend and we went snorkeling and I was like, cool, I can do this. Let's go out into the ocean. And like, I didn't even go that far. And I was like, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. There's a whale underneath me right now. <laughs> and I like swam my That's most people's dreams, back. actually. <laughs> like, a whale's underneath me. That's awesome. No. <laughs> so, no. So, yeah, because so, yeah, you told us that you had never, so you, only once you have swam in open water. That was the only time, yeah. And I, and I question this as being a real fear, but this is very 100% real. 100. Wh- and may I ask, where does this fear come from? Um, my childhood, probably I used to, well, my brothers, I have three older brothers. They used to watch those when animals attack shows and I was really little. And I just remember watching killer whales, like turn on their trainers. Um, so that, and we also had a swimming pool because we lived in California and I couldn't get in it by myself. I, I would try sometimes and I would just had to, had to get out immediately because I thought, somehow there was a killer whale in there that I did not <laughs> see beforehand. Oh and man. It was going to come get me. And you know what? Like if you really think about it, that can totally make sense because <laughs> half of it, you see these videos and the other half is you see like it's at SeaWorld or like one of these other places where there are in pools. Mm-hmm. It's a pool. And so it's like, I can totally see how that like connect. So it's really, it's really just, you watch television, you watch the footage of yeah. this stuff. I'm assuming you haven't seen that movie Orca. Uh, the scary movie Orca. Blackfish. Basically, it's oh, yeah. it's like this. It's like the ripoff of Jaws. Except yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah. No, I've also seen Blackfish. Blackfish. Okay. I watched it twice in a row. I watched it once, and then I was like, I need to watch this again. Wow, right that is this, is this is a big part of your daily existence. <laughs> it is. I go to bed watching videos of orcas attacking their trainers. Are you kidding me? No. Okay. <laughs> well, it it How rotates. Often? How often? It rotates. Sometimes it's gymnastics videos, but. Sometimes it's orcas and sometimes it's Do you, it's do you watch it because like, you know, when like there's like this horror, horrific documentary and you're like uncomfortable with the situation, but you, you just like, can't, I have to see it. Or do you watch it trying to get over the fear or, you know, are you like, do you like, like do you like, is it torture to you or no? It just, uh, it's not torture. Cause I, you know, I do have the sensibility to know that this is my phone. The orca is not going right. to jump out and kill me. Right. Um, if you're, but four, I, maybe, maybe I do it to try to get over it. Yeah. I think. Do you want to get over it? I do. I would love to swim in the ocean. I would oh. love to go to Hawaii and be like, yeah, let's all get in the water uh, and not I, freak out. I'm going to say something not to scare you, but this is my truth is I, I have been to Hawaii and the water's crystal clear. It's beautiful. And I was snorkeling. Um, but there, but there's always this drop off. <laughs> And if you look out, it's just like the water is super crystal clear. And then there's just like this blue abyss. And like, I feel like if something crosses that line, it happens in seconds. And like, I think that's, I don't know if that's just me or everybody, but I like, 
I'm just saying I kind of can relate in that sense. Yeah, even like, you just talking about it's making me very anxious. Right oh, now. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. I mean, so this this just comes. So this you think about this a lot. Yeah. Are rivers on the table? Um, usually no. I did see this video, and I don't know if it was fabricated or not, of a killer whale like coming up in a river and like attacking a bear i'm pretty sure it was fake <laughs> but it looks like very a real <laughs> so so no river floats no, no river ri- floats are okay okay i, I yeah. yeah it's that's shallow okay so, so the most part rivers are okay yeah. it's just ocean you just you want right. to snorkel you want to just jump out deep in the rivers ocean. maybe what about like i mean uh, there's dolphin there's porpoises in indian oceans like the ganges has this porpoise is that, is that in the the yeah, well, because killer what? whales are really or porpoises. Yeah, they're in the dolphin family. Yeah, Wait, are dolphin? Um, and they're all mammals. They're all mammals. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And there's toothed whales and there's baleen whales and like the orca, it it's the top of the food chain. Oh, in the ocean. Right. Okay. If they could walk, it'd be the top of the food chain in the world. The world. It's not even close. It's I like mean, the great white great white sharks are nothing compared to an orca and there's two types of orcas just as this is for our listeners i know you two are totally like up caught up on this there's yeah. two types there is the resident so there's pods they live in pods of about up to 40 family pods resident orca pods you know live in the San Juan islands canada in our neck of the woods and and we... then there's transient pods mm-hmm. they cover all oceans they're the only like predator that is in every ocean vagabonds they're vagabonds they're super dangerous they're tra- train hopping hobos they are they will shank you so fast well only <laughs> the transient ones so the ocean transient orcas are fucked up the resident orcas they just hunt fish they're probably not gonna mess with you not the transient ones i feel like they look like scar from lion king but an orca form maybe one has like a patch on his eye or something because yeah. he get in the fights and mm-hmm. they go, and they just kill for pl- no but see the thing is is like nobody's hunting them yeah they're like a good time is to kill baby humpback whales that's so i've seen messed that up, on man. video um yeah and, and jay and i recently went to the San Juan Islands. We saw killer whales and yeah. it was very magnificent. Uh, yet we were on a boat. So, I mean, we weren't in the water with it and and they... I mean, like, your your problem and what you need advice on is very timely for us because yeah, we literally came upon the J-Pod and I'm not just saying that. It was the <laughs> J-Pod of orcas that live in the San Juan Islands and they were like 40 strong, saw baby orcas, they were breaching, they were spy hopping, they were doing all this like orca stuff. See, I, w- I would love to see that from afar. I think I'm <laughs> fine watching them like on a boat or I've been to SeaWorld many times and I mean, it's still a little freaky because every time I'm like, ah, oh, they're going to go, they're going to attack you, they're going to, you know, but on the boat, I think would be great. So yeah, that's a magical experience. I will say one of my advice was going to be to, for you is to go to SeaWorld and I was I my my thought would be if you went to SeaWorld two things would happen you would watch the show and you would either one like your whole m- mindset would change cuz you'd be, fall in, in line with like this oh it's all about like believe and like we were meant to be like one with the orcas or whatever and my other thought was you'll go and you'll be more terrified 
and then you'll just realize, oh, maybe you should be scared of orcas. They're a dangerous creature right. in the ocean. Right. Well, they're dangerous to humans in captivity. Yeah, In the definitely. ocean, I don't think they've ever attacked a human before. That's um, true. Also, side note, humans have never, like, specifically hunted orca. They've hunted most other whales. Right. Correct. Uh, uh, I was going to say, um, we actually know someone that was a trainer at SeaWorld, and she said that they're kind of like golden retrievers and they like, they love attention, but I guess in a cage they're like pent up energy. They're just like not wanting to be there. Right. But. Yeah. That's a whole nother thing. I, I hate that killer whales are in captivity. I, that's, uh, well, they just I watch a, a lot of those videos. Well, too. they just want past a law that you can't breed them in a captivity. So like whatever's left is the last of them. Perfect. That's cool. That's a good idea. That's yeah. a, that's a, a fair thing to do. Yeah. You know, it's just release them, but I there'll probably be some loopholes of like orcas that are sick or something that they take in and they'll probably be in captivity. Right. Or the they'll like, life. or they'll remove the orca, bring it to the <laughs> ocean, watch them have sex and bring them back. to the <laughs> Just like insensate. See, but they're super <laughs> smart. They're, they're not just going to have sex with any other orca. In fact, if they put them in the ocean, they would, they're, they would be dead. They yeah. wouldn't know how to survive. The other orcas would be like, who's this? And that's Let's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. That's messed, messed up. Messed up they are. <laughs> oh, wow. No, they're, I mean, they're 100% should be feared, should be respected. Thank you. For sure. But how how do I get over that phobia? Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not ready to give you my okay. final okay. advice. I do want to tell you that when I was in Alaska... I did have a similar experience that we had in the San Juan Islands where the cheapest way to get me to a village was on a whale watching tour and came across to Orcapod. Had some magical experiences there. But moreover, I was staying in an Indian boarding school, an old school Indian boarding school. Was it haunted? Yes, it was. Not part of this story. <laughs> but we, me and my partner for this dumb program that I was doing uh, were neighbors with the welders that were brought in to weld something in the village. And they were some rough white trash motherfuckers it was a dad and the son and they bought illegal hooch and that's a whole nother story but he had an old alaskan whaling story of when he's like crabbing in his 20s in the 70s you know for 64 hours straight and like in the middle of the night in the middle of a storm somewhere the railing you know like the, it's it's just straight with the ocean those boats so like the water is parallel like with an opening in the boat mm-hmm. that do you mean when you say that do you mean like there's no sides to it or correct because oh, they have to wow. get the crates in and out okay and um so you know, know you just you're just going around the clock to like because you have a limited time to hunt and you know it's in the middle of the night there's a captain looking down on him from like two stories up in the captain's window thing and then he's running the whole show and then all of a sudden this giant ass orca and i mean they can be up to 34 feet long Mm. like is parallel with him looking him straight in the eye and he was like this orca was tail just like the head's not moving at all its whole body is keeping it perfectly like perpendicular and his eye was looking into his soul and daring him to jump in i mean it was like the most vivid scary ass story that that you know i've ever heard in my life and i knew 100 believable yeah oh you i thought you were you on that boat no this was his like once upon a time orca story true story true story i believe it <laughs> wow that's like 
That's like Captain Ahab or Quint from Jaws. He mimicked the sounds and he was like, it was like, just jump in here. And that eye stare. So Orca's kind of, I can see why people would think they look cute because it looks like they have that huge white eye. But their real eye is like this little beady red thing that just like has the look, the, the stare of death. Yeah. Well, and so, okay, here's my question. So do you think that their coloring similar to pandas lends them this sort of mystique with humans? Like a friendliness? A friend, I mean, I, I mean, I can see it. Yeah. I mean, like, and I, I'm from Orlando and Florida area. So like SeaWorld, I've been to SeaWorld a lot. Will I ever go back? Probably not after seeing Blackfish. But, um, but like, I mean, so you got to imagine like growing up, it's everything like, look at this cartoon whale and like it's Shamu. It's a friend of everybody. So like right. I don't have that. It's only until after Blackfish or after I remember the news thing about like that oh my diver that like got torn up. And the, the thing trainer, is, yeah. yeah. And the thing is like, you know, you think like who's like when you hear it, you're like, oh, that's not okay. That's it happens. It's just an accident. But then you, when you watch Blackfish, you realize, no, this is. Uh, this is a almost an abuse of a whale. Yeah, you know it's trapped in a tiny, tiny thing and has nowhere to go. And but and, how come? Like how come our culture loves orcas? Uh, I'm telling you, I th- I I'm that, that that I think it's SeaWorld. I think I think it's SeaWorld alone because SeaWorld is a, a theme park as Disney World. It's just like same with like you know anything at Disney World that people find cute or you know I just I that's how I think is. I think the coloring, though, you were talking about the the black and white part of it. I think that might have something to do with it. I personally don't. I I dislike animals that are that black and that white at the same time. (laughs) Uh, Besides panda, watch one. Are you skunk? Are you good or evil? It has to be one. Choose. Um, Um, I'll be honest, Jay. I didn't even think about what you said about the panda until you said it. But I, I, I just, first thing I think of is SeaWorld and all, you know, these whales have names. It's like, you know how they say, anytime you give something a name, now it's like a pet or a friend, you yeah. know, like. Well, I mean, pandas are hands down 100% the most loved animal on the yeah. planet by humans. It's just like something <laughs> you can hug. It's like, you want to hug, you want to hug it. Mm-hmm. I mean, a red panda, have you seen those? They're, they're the cutest shit they the are. in the world. For real. I hope we find out they're violent. <laughs> But they're not okay. Never mind. Obviously, they're not black and white because they're red pants. They're not. No. Yeah. Hmm. Well. Well, I mean, people love them. So, what what do you want? Like, when you want to get over this, what, do you, are you saying that you want to actually swim with it, or you want to be okay to like, or you want to be okay to go in the ocean? So that's something right. the main thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I can help you with that. Or a swimming pool. Oh, oh well. So I'll, it's swimming pools too. No. If there are people in the swimming pool, it's fine. But if if it was just me and this huge swimming pool, I probably would freak out. I think that's go so in. interesting, and it's and I'm telling you that really? I know I really think that's from SeaWorld alone. Mm-hmm. SeaWorld alone, it, they have giant pools. You know really? what I'm saying? I would say uh, for the the ocean stuff is. Um, I mean, I you probably have done more research on killer whales than I have, but uh, wouldn't. Like they don't ever come that close to the shore, do they? Oh yes, yes they do. They do. They do. People see. They I've beach never, themselves. I've never even mm-hmm. heard people seeing them uh, at a beach. I always thought you have to go to like San Juan Islands or, or like a certain specific areas. I didn't no, know there it was are like places along- in South America where 
uh, a pod that. of killer whales are known and it's probably not just exclusively that pod but they beach themselves they see baby seals just playing on the beach and all of a sudden bam huge orca comes out grabs a baby seal thrashes it about that happens and okay. what if like i happen to look like a baby seal oh, one day there we go just, that's there's my advice don't go on a beach that has seals <laughs> <laughs> that's good advice actually yeah i'm thinking that's i because i can't i've never been to a beach that has seal well i guess one but it was yeah I didn't, wow i didn't think of, i could have saw a whale that day <laughs> wow okay because they're everywhere the transient pods can be in any ocean now you're scaring me <laughs> even the arctic even places where like only bowhead whales can be like they go there, is that they a narwhal? hunt there. No, a bowhead whale is the coolest of the whales. It's a baleen whale, and it lives to like two hundred years old. Orcas about eighty years old. Hmm. But the, and so like this is the thing about them is they're so smart. They have more emotional intelligence than a human, and a human and a porpoise brain look about the same. And for every environment that the transient orcas hunt, they have specific strategies for that environment so there's all kinds of like you know ways to get a seal off of a chunk of ice in the arctic there are beaching yourself in a like warmer waters in the south you know americas there's hunting other porpoise pods using sonar because they have all the same equipment so that's just mean it's the truth they'll hear dolphins communicating with each other and they'll be in radio silence and they're just hunt they're just hunting them down and chasing them Mm. and they can out chase any orca or any porpoise pod so they just beat them by exhaustion and they kill a whole family of dolphins okay so if if there is a villain in the ocean would it would it's they, an orca it's an orca yeah. it's an orca they, it's the transient orca the resident right. orcas would be like the heroes that are trying to save everybody like free willy like free willy or that one that like helps those loggers in that movie yeah that that was a cute orca. That was so cute. Um. Okay. So about this orca stuff, I'm wondering. Well, here's the thing: if it's a fear, and I'm talking from my own experience, I have a fear of doctors, and I have a fear of how the body works. Like, I don't like see stuff about it, or like surgery, or like I I I will pass I will pass out. Um. If it's that, I mean, I don't know if this is true or not. I hope it's not true. My mom told it to me, and I believed it. Um. But she's like, some people have fears and it's just going to be, you're going to live with it for the rest of your life. And therefore, it might just be something that will you'll never get over. Uh, I think it's different if it's a fear than a phobia. Right. I think if it's a fear you can get over. But yeah. I don't, a phobia, it's all psychological. I know it. Um, and I... I'm sure there must be some leading doctor in this world that I hope handles... so killer whale focus (laughs) and i want to know that doctor's number that doctor listens to this podcast calls you up yes and it's and solves this that would be amazing well i i'm ready to give you my final advice yes please okay my final advice is keep it going 
keep it going. Uh, you know, there's a misconception in our culture of orcas are this friendly, fun little stuffed animal that I'm going to take home. I mean, we have a friend whose life dream was to be an orca trainer at SeaWorld. And like her dad got tickets to a show and paid extra money for her to go back. And she sat on like an orca and a picture oh was gosh. taken. And that was the closest she came to death. Oh my God. Okay. Yes. Your fear is real. Your fear is real. I mean, how it originated could have been anything. Whatever scary story, animal show that your brothers were watching, like, you know, it could have landed on anything. I think you're in a little bit of luck. I mean, the swimming pool is unfortunate, but to swim in open water, I mean, yes, it is scary. I'm scared to, you know, even more so after like researching this topic, but my advice is to keep it going. Okay. Uh, I, my advice, uh, I'll give you a little, I have a little tidbits. I guess one would be you see a seal, don't go in the water. I wish I could make that rhyme. That would be better to remember. Uh, Uh, If you see a seal, no deal. No (laughs) deal. There you go. If you see a seal, no deal. That is, there it is. If you see a seal, no No deal. deal. Orcas are real. Orcas (laughs) are real. Um, the pool, um, I mean, Call Allie McBeal. <laughs> she hate pools. She's an excellent porpoise attorney. I and it rhymes that. with seal. <laughs> um, uh, pools. Is it like a horrible, like you cannot ever been, you've never been in a pool or? No, I've been in pools. I, like I said, I can go in there when there are like other people and we're having fun. But it, if you're just going in there just yeah. for a swim by yourself. I won't go in at night. Most people could do that. I probably couldn't. Hot tubs? Hot tubs are fine. Okay. If there's bubbles. Yeah. Then, so you can't see you the know, bottom. I don't see it really as being affecting your daily life yeah and you're lucky uh they don't have legs so they can't like knock on this door right and um do anything that's good like i mean i i I, this is is gonna sound super weird probably but i would rather have that fear than a fear of how the body works i mean like if something happens to me and i end up in a hospital i am gonna it's it'll be terrifying so your advice is at least i don't have your fear yes okay yeah (laughs) that's Uh, good advice uh uh and with like as jay said i think it's good to fear some things but i mean i've never been scared of bears until i've went camping and it's and i did research on bears now i I think the the other thing you could do and this is out of my i always have out of the box thinking um but uh, you could, what happens if you did come across an orca? You could prepare yourself. Like, this is how I attack it. Or, you know, or I'm going to swim with this knife. <laughs> or yeah. something like that. I'm pretty sure um, I'd pass out before I could do anything. That That is a good point. Maybe the maybe the, the fight will happen instead of the flight. I don't know. I, I'm assuming that's what the passing out no. happens. I do know that is a scary, scary feeling when... I know. Uh, I, f- I feel for you on that one. I mean, fear is a gift. It's an evolutionary gift. Right. It is important to fear the river because it'll kill you. So I think that your fear is yeah. is founded. Okay. I, I do think fear and phobia are different, though. Phobia is worse than fear. It's more psychological. And yeah. you chose phobia over fear. Hmm. Well, see, I'm a little bit... I'm just enough OCD where it benefits me and it doesn't hinder me. And I feel like this is part of that as well. So your healthy phobia, although psychological in origin and no one in your family has been attacked and mauled by an orca. (laughs) I'm assuming that you know of, yeah. Uh, You know, it's really just helping you. It's not hurting you. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, You know, I, I appreciate that. I'm glad people don't think I'm crazy. Um, yeah, maybe I don't have to go to Hawaii and swim in open water. Like, 
you know, you can go it's to not Hawaii like I can and just it anyways. you can go to Hawaii and just wade your feet. I you know or or just it's beautiful. Yeah. Reg- regardless, so you know. Or don't, I can just stick to the rivers and lakes. Yeah, that, that I'm you're used, used to. to. <laughs> TLC. Thank you. Well, with that, I'm Jay Fluelling. I'm Jason Williams. I'm Sammy Rodriguez. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> you are most welcome, and thanks for listening to Joyce. Well, I'm not a drunk.